Let's talk about sex. Oh, yes. Love, relationships, and mental health. The Sexy Minds Podcast, hosted by the Philippines' all-time bachelor, DJ Tony Tony, and the country's sex therapist, Dr. Rika Cruz, powered by Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> You're listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. My name is Tony Tony. And I'm Doc Rika, and together we will be talking about anything and everything sex-related. Trust me, we can handle it. That's right. And if you have any questions about sex or uh, relationships or weird sex stories you want to share, just throw them our way. You can always hit us up on Instagram uh, or Facebook. It's at DJ Tony Tony. That's DJ T O N Y T O N I. And Doc Rika. And at underscore Rika Cruz for me. And also, uh, we have the Sexy Minds on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So you just look for us there. Uh, on Facebook, it's the Sexy Minds Asia. All right, and uh, you can also email us the Sexy Minds at gmail dot com. And make sure to also follow us on the so Sexy Minds podcast. Subscribe, and on all major podcast platforms. All right. All right. That's enough foreplay for us, Tony. Tony. So let's go on to the show. I see that you're a bit like uh, tired today, Doc. Did you get some sex, or you just tired today? Oh my god! Locked the past in. three days, it's yeah. been so crazy. Shitload. Okay. All right. Here we go. Our first, our guest this evening is 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 great, fantastic. <laughs> I met her a couple times here in Manila, very briefly, very shortly, and she was off back to her hometown. Uh, she's Australian Filipina. She's a psychic medium, a writer, a poet, spiritual healer, and also you can add into that she's also a music producer, or she's producing her own music. Uh, and she oh, wow. she just debuted her literature book, Elevate, a uh, book on Psalms, is a poetry book. Uh, Published by Balboa Press, you could check that out online somewhere. Uh, she has yeah. a dual academic background in psychology and HR, graduating from UNSW. Her postgraduate studies in psychology concern natural healing methods and healing the mind through meditation and sound frequencies. So uh, her central mission and purpose is to empower people through knowledge and wisdom, assist in healing the mind and self holistically. And elevating together collectively in consciousness to unlock our true potential. Welcome on the show. We have Miss Casey Phoenix. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Oh my gosh, that was a mouthful. Trust me, I have to memorize that. <laughs> I was like, when's it gonna end? God. That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh yeah. You know, I've been saying that for the past two days. <laughs> Casey, tell us more about you. You know, you, I, I touched up on a lot of the things that uh, your background, but uh, so you're you're born in Australia, but you're Filipina, correct? Yeah. So I am a, a little bit of a hybrid. So my papa he's Spanish, so okay. I'm Latina, and my mom's uh, Chinese Filipina, and she met my dad when she was on vacay here. In <laughs> oh and, wow! Uh, he's a baby, guys. <laughs> You know, it was like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Casey's born. <laughs> wow. wow. You're a miracle. <laughs> yeah, I was a visa baby. So that's how I ended up um, living in Australia and being born in Australia. Okay, so uh, getting right to it. How is it, how's uh, sex education or sex in general uh, growing up uh, as, a, as, a, as a 
teenager and now as, a, as an adult, how did you learn about sex? Was it taught in schools in Australia or basically you, you learned like how most of us do is through our, our parents' stash of porn? Okay, this is going to sound so stupid to you guys because in Australia, like we're quite liberal um, as opposed to Philippines in terms of our sexuality, like it's not as taboo. Um, So they're fairly open with sex education and everything, but you guys are going to laugh at this so hard. My first boyfriend was when I was 15, 16 and we were just mucking around and everything. And then before you knew it, I was pregnant. So I was pregnant at 16 and I didn't, I was like, how the fuck can I be pregnant? And I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, I I didn't know that. I literally thought, this is how stupid I was, guys. I thought that like you just have babies, like they just came from like a stalk or something. Like I actually didn't know what I'm saying. No way. No, no. no, You believe that story. I swear to you. And then I went to the doctor and then the doctor's like, um, you can't get rid of your baby because you're six months pregnant. I was like, what? <laughs> I was six months pregnant. And yeah, that's how I found out like about the whole sex thing. Wow. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. I was very sheltered as a kid. Was he an so. older guy or a younger, same age? No. So my, my first boyfriend, um, who's my baby daddy. Yeah. He yeah. was like 19 at the time. And I actually lied about my age. I, I, oh. said I was 14 when I said it happens. It happens all the time here. I'm sure it does. You know what I mean? You're not the only yeah. one. Uh, but why, why at that time you wanted to date an older guy, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I was really like a naughty girl when I was young and I kind of like wanted to be in the bad, bad guy scene. You know? Yeah. 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 I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, and he was like, everyone knew him, like, you know, around. And I was like, oh, I want to be his baby mama. So, <laughs> so, Oh, so you got to be his baby mama. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It was like a thing, like, when I, you know how everyone, like, when they're younger, they, like, you know, they like to explore sex and stuff like that. I didn't really see it as that. It was just for me, like, I just want a baby. That was it. <laughs> Like, oh, so at 15, at 15, you already knew that you wanted a baby, like at that time? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wished for it, but I actually didn't know, like, how it would come about. And it just did. I kind of manifested it. So you manifest, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's your higher power then. Wow. So wait, wait, the first time you had sex or was it a few times? Or was it the first time ever and then you got pregnant? Honestly, I was with him for about three months and then we probably got pregnant then, but we found out that I was pregnant like six months later. So it would have been like, I don't know, 10 months into the relationship. So, okay. you know. So 10 yeah. months into it and then boom. Yeah. Yeah. But to be very honest with you, I never really, I never really enjoyed sex. It wasn't something like that was good to me. I had my first orgasm when I was 27. So, what? Oh wow! Yeah, what? You can that's a lot. That was ten years oh. after. <laughs> Wait! Oh my gosh! Yeah, so because I only literally had like three partners from the age of like fourteen until twenty-seven, because I was with my ex for like twelve years. You know, so. Wait! How can you not? <laughs> Wait! So you went through twelve years, no orgasm? Yeah, because I have. What? I only, I 
we had like I was with my ex, I was with my partner for twelve years, dude. Like I'm with the same person since I was like a teenager. Like and he did not give you an orgasm. I mean, I oh, didn't now know I understand. Now wow. I understand why you're so keen on learning about orgasms and telling yeah, yeah. telling women that they need to know how to orgasm because yeah. I mean that's one of the things that that's one of the things that bother me really. Like when I meet women who have given birth yes. and haven't experienced orgasm, you know how painful it is to give birth. And I tell them, Oh my gosh, you did not even enjoy the sex that gave you that baby. Exactly. Oh that's what happened to me, guys. And, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, ex and the funny thing is, I'll tell you something even more funny. The mm -hmm. first time I did have an orgasm, it wasn't even from having sex. It was from, <laughs> it was from masturbation. Yeah. Oh, that, that's usually the case. Yeah. That's usually the case for women. Wait, at 27 was the first time you touched yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay. So I grew up in a very, as you can imagine in the Philippine culture, like my family is devout Catholic. Like my, mm -hmm. my dad's oldest sister, she's a nun and she serves at the Vatican. She's like, Anak, I will pray for you that you don't go to hell. <laughs> Cause I had a baby out of wedlock, you know? So, but, um, yeah, like they were so strict with it. And so I was very conditioned, you know, at a young age to be like very taboo. Like I, like we weren't educated about it really. Like, That's so hard, man. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. So my whole life now has been on a mission to liberate women into unlocking their sexual potential. <laughs> As I do. That's why, yeah, that's why we have a lot. Like, uh, that's why, I mean, we have the same advocacy because um, we have a lot of things in common. I, I also had a baby out of wedlock and my family is a devout Catholic. You know, my Lola. My grandmother is um, like one of the, what's the group here, Don's? Uh, the Catholic group? Oh, should I? Okay. A religious sect. Yeah. Oh. And when she found out that I was pregnant out of wedlock, she said, she told me what I batas and pastelan. Like, it's like you're an evil, you're bastos or whatever. Yeah. So they would pray for me every day, three candles, morning. Yeah. Noon and evening. I think that that's the issue that we have here in this country is that, or in other countries that are very uh, religious based, is yeah. that they make sex a bad thing. And yeah. I think it makes you a bad person if you think yeah. about or have have these yeah. urges. And it's not bad. It's us it's being not. human. We're human yeah. beings. Um, and religion is just, for me personally, you, if those that are listening, to each his own, you know, I just feel like it was just to control um, and condition us. But I mean, if all of us were judged now between going to hell and heaven for having sex out of, out of marriage, Let's I think the whole world... Oh yeah, I mean, be in Armageddon right now. Like all yeah. these people that preach that they're kind of like you know that they're clean and whatever. I guarantee you that they're hosed behind closed doors. <laughs> like, uh, like, Listen, this epidemic we're going through with the virus. God. <laughs> so, how was your dating dating experience? Uh, was was your baby daddy uh, Filipino or was he full Australian? 
Yeah, so I've got like a type, guys. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't mean to like attract to these kind of men, but I feel like I attract to a lot of men that are like uh, mixed. So they're okay. very much like me. So all of the guys that I've ever dated are like Eurasian. They're like half Filipino, half something. I've okay. dated like every <laughs> every mix yes, under the sun. Like half <laughs> Filipino, half Vietnamese, half Filipino, half Chinese. And my ex, my baby daddy, he was Eurasian. So he was half Filipino, half Serbian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It, don't you ever think that in the 12 years or since 27 years old, did you ever think that maybe you should stop dating half guys or Eurasians because you're not coming? And maybe you should date <laughs> full Asians to make you come or something? Have you ever thought of that? Like, how come I never experience an orgasm? Maybe I should I go- know. Well, you know what? I te- I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about your theory, Tony, because I did test that theory and I went through my Tinder stage because I was like, fuck this, man. Like, I'm going to go to hell anyway. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to go on Tinder. <laughs> so I did my Tinder stage after okay. I separated from my long-term ex. But do you know how sheltered I was? Even then, I was so conditioned. All of my girlfriends were dating. My first Tinder date, I hid from him. He was waiting outside. He's like, I'm waiting for you, sweetie, to pick you up. He was like a really hot European guy. And I was freaking out because I thought he was like an American psycho. I thought I was going to get hacked into Pete. Like, I thought he was going to, like, rape me and put me in a dumpster somewhere. So I, I ghosted him. And then he's like, I can see your light. Like, he, was, he could see me inside my apartment. So, oh, you know, like, I'm just... Yeah, when it comes to that stuff, I kind of, like, was a bit chicken when it came to, like, exploring. Mm-hmm. So how were you able to get to get um, out of that fear then? Honestly, when I went overseas, and this is so typical, I know a lot of people do this, because the first place I went to was Bali. And then I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it, no one knows me here. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Oh, and that's very liberating. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah and um when I started traveling I was just like you know what like I feel like I've been living in this little box in my head the whole time of telling course. myself like all this stuff is bad when it's a natural mm-hmm. thing like if you think about it like guys where the hell did we come from we came from a freaking vagina we came exactly. from sex yeah yeah, and it was only then that I kind of was started embracing my sexuality. And because I grew up, you know, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I, I'm a pretty girl and everything like that. And um, I kind of got demonized for it growing up, like, you know, from people around me. And that's why I hated my sexuality. And I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like looking sexual. Like, it wasn't something I wanted to look like. It's just something that, like, happened you, to when me. You walk, when you walk <laughs> in the outdoors, People think, oh, let's let's have sex. I mean, you have your natural sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, that's and, just and it, it really, But it really played a toll on my psyche and my mental health as well because when I got into the corporate world, I was very like I'm very well educated, you know, high educated. My whole family we come from a background of Ivy League educated. Um, individuals and stuff and we've got our backgrounds but people didn't take me seriously because they just sexualized me even in the corporate world and I was like you know it was hard for me and um I think that this is not uncommon for a lot of women oh yeah women are objectified here even more so now here in the Philippines like you know I mean it happens all the time um okay so how did you ever experience your first orgasm who was he 
you don't have to name him, but I mean, at what age were you like, finally? Yeah. So finally, I, I fucking with a partner. Yeah. Had an <laughs> orgasm, girl. <laughs> So, so this goes with what you were asking me. Did you ever like want to explore outside the domain of your, your half Filipinos? And it was yeah. the very first guy that I explored that was not Filipino, like not Asian. Mm. And he was Egyptian. And I was like, holy fuck. And he was, and this is the funniest thing, right, guys? He was the first guy that I swiped on Tinder. And I was like, when I first went on Tinder, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go on an F like first and just you know play the field but me being a serial monogamous even my f boy was i was loyal to him for like two years not even an f boy do you get what i mean yeah i was loyal to him for two years so um yeah so he was egyptian and i was like oh my god what have i been missing out on like it's just like he hit the spot like where it just it didn't hit before and i didn't even Mm. know like we had a J-spot. Like, that's how stupid I was. Wow. Uh, there was something were you, there. Were you in your 30s already? No, I was in my, like, 28. I was 28, just before I went to Philippines. And then, um... Your first yeah, orgasm was at 28? Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with, with a partner. Her first orgasm was at 27 yeah. when she was touching herself. Yeah. But yeah. with a partner, she was already 28 with a baby and everything, yeah? Yeah, and that was after I had my second kid, mind you. So my like, oh my good lord, my sweetheart. Orgasm, yeah, my first real orgasm with a man having sex was after I had my second baby. Like so, I oh my god, watermelons, two children, <laughs> without ever experiencing an orgasm. So, and you know what? It really comes down to it comes to the conditioning in our mindset. That's what it is because I was conditioned to feel like sex was a bad thing and even mm. when i was having sex i would not open myself up to that's it that's it having that orgasmic state because i'd be like oh my god i'm doing something wrong by feeling yeah that. yeah you were you were doing the guilt trip as you were having sex you felt bad because yeah. you, you 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 were conditioned to think that oh my gosh what i'm doing is wrong but it feels good but you're not opening up yourself so yeah. you're yeah, not so it wasn't Mm-hmm. It wasn't really surrendering and letting go of uh, everything. Yeah. Until you met the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and look what, I even got a freaking tattoo. <laughs> oh, you did. How, how, how many organs did you, get, did you have that day? Yeah, so, man, like, it was crazy because the thing is, like, I had sex with him once and I was like, I cannot, like, I thought it was going to be a one-night stand and I got completely obsessed with him. And then I was just like... <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so it went from, like, being just a, like a random Tinder hookup to a two-year stand and the guy even fucking followed me. He followed me to Philippines when I relocated to Philippines. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, like, we were mad obsessed with each other. So it became like that. Because I feel like when you get into that state of having a true connection, spiritually, mentally, physically with someone, that's when you engage in that orgasmic state. And it becomes Mm -hmm. like an addiction almost, right? Because it's releasing the same, you know, hormones. Uh, Yeah, it's releasing the same neurotransmitters as um, when you do drugs. I mean, when you do meth, when you do coke... It's, it's the same and it's even, yeah. it's even more intense because yeah. your brain, um, while you orgasm, like 
all the parts of your brain are heightened. It's lighting up. Yeah. So like, you know, you've got your dopamine lighting up, your serotonin, and then you've got your oxytocin. And it's like, dude, like my, and like, you know, it's like you're on a DMT trip or something. Like, well, I, I, I think because I've done it for so long, I've been single for so long, Doc and Casey, that I'm able to carp, uh, departmentalize or compartmentalize, you know, okay, this is, I know my boundaries. I know my, I know where, where I draw the line, even if the yeah. sex is really good. I mean, I think for, yeah. for those that are not used to having casual relationships or any kind yeah. of, um, um, uh, if, they, if they're engaged in more meaningful relationships and it comes with sex, uh, they're going to have a harder time because they're not yeah. used to feeling the orgasm. That's but right. for me, it's only the orgasm and there's never uh, nothing more. If anything more, it's just true friendship. But I never, yeah. I never fool myself into thinking, okay, the sex that is immaculate. Love. I yeah, want to no, have. You know why? Yeah. I'm able you to know, like departmentalize yeah. that. You, you know why that is though? And this is why I got so sick upset. The, the reason why I went and did my postgrad in psych is I just want access to the databases to know what the hell was going on in my head <laughs> and in my brain, like going through all of this stuff. And what I realized was when women, we we release a certain hormone that men just do not have high doses of. And, and doc, you would know this it's oxytocin and that's oxytocin. Yeah. It's the attachment hormone. And that's why we get so freaking obsessed when we have sex, because when we have sex, we're releasing high levels of oxytocin. It's, it's the love hormone. It's the cuddle hormone. That's what makes us want to cuddle all the time. If he's good at that. And it's like, it, it's for, for men, it's just um, basically uh, heightened sensations of dopamine. Hormone. Yeah, they yeah. It's just dopamine it's just and the dope. serotonin. They just get their like their you know their hit that you would get if you were taking mm. a pill or something like mm -hmm. or M. But mm -hmm. like for women, we're releasing this hormone, which is the attachment hormone, and we get sick, obsessed with it. I was so obsessed with this guy that I made him fly to bloody Philippines for me. Damn. <laughs> I did some crazy voodoo shit on him though. <laughs> yeah, so damn, yeah, but, crazy. Um, so, what yeah. happened to him? Where is he now? Ah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was like a very tumultuous relationship because, as you can imagine, when you have a relationship that's just really based on the foundation of good sex and nothing else. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Else it's just there. physical. Mm -hmm. It's just physical. Yeah, and it's like, dude, like the novelty's gonna wear off. Like, you know when mm -hmm. yeah so but yeah long story short um yeah like when i went to philippines i also had like a partner there so i was like god i'm in a bit of a pickle now because i've got like two guys in the same <laughs> i had like my guy from my my guy from australia following me and then i've got my guy in philippines i was like damn it what do i do now how was the guy love <laughs> huh how was the how was the local guy as compared to the Australian guy and the Egyptian guy? What's the difference between dating the local guy? What did you oh, find out? Okay. So my local guy in Philippines, even though he's a local and he lives in Manila, he's half Filipino. He was half mm -hmm. he's Eurasian as well. But okay. the thing is, 
like it's a very Filipino mentality there and they're not very liberal. Like, so even though it's, you know, like we had an open relationship, it's more so like he has the open relationship and he can go out and he can mm-hmm. screw around with other girls, but you got to stay home and be loyal. So I was like, yeah. hang on, man. This is not the same as like in Australia. Cause in Australia, if it's an open relationship, it's an open relationship. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I guess that's a Filipino dude. It's Yeah, it's totally a Filipino mentality. I mean, I don't constitute you as like Filipino, so Tony. I mean, like mentality. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That, I'm very different. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Doc Rika can actually attest to that. I, I think she knows me for a couple of years now. So I don't know <laughs> if I have the same Filipino qualities uh, yeah. of the men here. I, I'm very, I know I'm, not the same yeah because i I felt very stifled and like you know um i feel like with filipino men they demonize women for their sexuality more than you know like yeah oh yeah we have what we call um uh, the madonna horror the madonna horror complex here a lot of filipino men um have that so it's basically the good girl, bad girl dichotomy or the good girl, bad girl complex. And they look at women who are very sexualized as the bad girl, as the host, as a host. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, I I would say like, you know, I just dress the same as I do in in Australia. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've got double D boobs and stuff and I'm not afraid to like, what? what, what you, know, are, like, you got what, double D's? I only have single D's, man. No, I mean, like, after breastfeeding, my boobs what, are what like... Are, what are your vital stats, Casey, for, for our <laughs> listeners? What are your vital stats? Uh, I don't know. I haven't measured myself in a, in a, in a minute. Okay, like, the last time. What was your last... <laughs> well, my boot, like, I don't know, 32 double D or something like that. Damn. Wow. Yeah, but like, I mean, guys, like, <laughs> I, I was breastfeeding as well and stuff, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I know a lot of girls like, that, that are breastfeeding, but they're not 32 double D. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, it's the Latina in me. Hello. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I, so too. I've yeah. been with a lot of single moms and they don't have 32 double D. Someone saw my boobs while I was like, um, when they were super enlarged because of milk and they were like humongous. Oh, man. But mine were ease. <laughs> yeah, mine were ease. I was like, I can't even go out in public looking like this. I look like bloody terrible. Yeah, I, I felt like I was like, we were in Boracay, Tony, Tony and I, and I felt like I was a porn star with those huge boobs yeah. because oh of the God. milk. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know. I, I mean, like, my, like, the guy that I was seeing, the, the Filipino one, um, he was always like, oh, cover up, cover up. I'm like, mate, you found me like this. You yeah. met me like this. Like you yeah, knew I yeah. had boobs. Like why the fuck are you, do- why are you I, telling me to cover up? I think it's an also, it's a thing about um, territory. They want yeah. to move their ground. And a lot of guys here- They're very possessive. Not, not only that, I think it's it, the, 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 so, the root of that being possessive is the insecurity. I think a lot yeah. of guys, because um, the, the conditioning here and- uh, uh, you are mine and only mine. That, I think that's that mindset. And you don't really own anyone. I don't own anyone. You don't own anyone. It's a matter of you cannot force someone. And, 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 it's, and I think it has to deal with a lot of the, uh, the, the, the movies, the, the TV shows, yeah. uh, the culture, the culture. That the culture. 
yeah. if you're mine, no one else can look at you. No one else can touch you. No one else can talk to you. It's yeah. that possessiveness. But the, the source of that is the insecurities. I think yeah. I had that as well growing up and I had to get out of that. I was like, yeah. I, there's it's, no it's way. Toxic. It's it not is. healthy. It's not healthy. And you know what? It actually, he, the minute that he started being like that, I was like, my, my vagina shut up quick snap, man. Like I didn't have an orgasm for like a minute because I was like, I'm not mentally wasn't yeah. stimulating me because I was like, you, you're turning me off, man. Like you, yeah. your possessiveness mm-hmm. is actually turning me off. And I was just like a starfish. I'm like, oh, I don't really Did you ever it. get an orgasm with him or no, it was unsuccessful? Nah, I mean, like, there were moments and, you know, like, it was a very, I feel like for me, I am a very, like, after I unlocked my coochie and my orgasm state, I, Mm -hmm. like, I love very passionately. And even if it's kind of like a casual relationship, like, I I developed, like, a very strong connection. And I think that goes with all the hormones going crazy, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that that relationship was also, um, you know, like, it was very, I feel like with my partners, it's very passionate, but it's not stable because there's too much passion. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? Yeah, it's... it's, Uh, There's too much passion, but not enough intimacy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like the foundation really is lust. The yeah. the foundation is it's is not lust. love. Yeah, and that, that's usually I mean that that usually happens with uh, a lot of relationships. I mean, you start with that, right? You start with the lust, yeah, and then you try to uh, get over it yeah. and try to be more close and intimate with each other by. You know, when you know the differences, when you already are aware of your differences and you start to mm. basically accept each other, that's yeah. when true intimacy comes in. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case for you. No, like at my early stages, because I, I kind of was like just, you know, a chihuahua on the loose. Like if you can imagine, I had my first orgasm when I was 28. So I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to find. Were you, were you successful <laughs> at finding more orgasms with different men uh, when you started you know, finding Honestly. more about yourself? Or was it like a hit and miss? Was it like, shit, fuck, that was bad sex. Oh, yeah, that was bad yeah. dick. Oh, that's great dick. Oh, that's, was it more bad dick or great dick? Honestly, like for me, I am a serial monogamous. So even with my mm-hmm. casual sex partners, yeah. I'm they're still like, I still stick with them because I like what's familiar. I don't like going with someone just like on a one night stand and stuff because you don't know their body. They don't know your body. You don't like, they don't know how to navigate. Do you get what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends, like, Casey. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, unless guy, you want to challenge me on that one. <laughs> oh, guy, I think he is challenging you, man. I'll, I'll you if a guy is open about his sexuality and he's mm-hmm. more an observer, Rather than his ego trying to just nail it and bag one as a, as a as a pick off the book, um, it's it's a case to case basis. I can say that because only when I got older, um, I was able to really really be more. I'm not a great lover. Um, I think it's very very surface level, but I pay special attention uh, to that aspect to that one department, and I make sure. Only because I, I'm more of a giver and I, and, and I get I off. Like, I like that. I, I'm more of a pleaser. I may not give you the full relationship, 
But when it comes to that department, the physical aspect or the, the intimacy or the sexual, um, so far, Doc, it's been good. So far. <laughs> Guys, I'll tell you one, like, I love you for that, Tony, because you know my, like, my Filipino, like, partner? Yeah. The, the local one there that I was seeing. I tell you, he was, I wouldn't say he was full of himself or egotistical, but he never, ever, ever went down on me because he thought it was a sign of emasculate, emasculate. Oh, my like, God. No, I'm not a pussy. I'm not going to go down on you. Because no. Oh, my God. Never. Like, and you like, know, this guy expected me to give and give and give and give. And I'm like, dude, like, uh, oh, like a fucking dry oh, ass girl. Wait, right you see this envelope? Here's a GC. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's a Cunnilingus GC. So you, 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 you can collect this. <laughs> You got four, all right? Yeah, I, I, I need to take like a screenshot of this. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this, this is, is the Sex Minds uh, Cunnilingus GC. So you can collect this anytime. Uh, uh, it's only on the Sexy Minds podcast that we allow this. Yeah. I do not allow this on the radio show, but uh, on the podcast, I will keep this and you can collect anytime. Yeah, we, we will mail it to you. We will mail it to you. So. Um, I really appreciate that. And you know what? I actually think like, I'll tell you something else, guys. You know, like pretty girls actually get like the shit end of the stick because it's not even even just like me. My other girlfriends, they're like big models, right? In America. And Mm. one of my girlfriends, can you imagine? She called me up like, I think it was two months ago. She's like, babe, I need you. She said um, she wanted me to be her tantric coach because she's never had... This girl is like the most immaculate, beautiful thing. Like she's one of my best friends. She's so pretty. She's half Filipina, like very exotic looking. Never had an orgasm. She's like 26. Same deal as me. And it's like, I feel like guys just fucking use us to get what they want and we don't get nothing. We get nothing. Oh, really? Damn. Super. Damn. Like, men are stupid. Men, men, I, men I don't say, know. No, how that's not I true. I mean, okay, no. we, we're not going to generalize it, but most, a lot, okay, if I'm not, not going to say most, but a lot of men do not know how to uh, pressure women. Yeah, that's it. And they're not, they're not observing. It's because, yeah, no, it's because they're more focused on pleasuring on themselves. themselves than, exactly. Yes. But, you know, if yes. they had half a brain, they would know that pleasuring the woman and the female orgasm is like the holy grail. Like, it like just unlocks parts of your brain that you just do not know. Trust exactly. me, I know how, I, I know what you're saying. I may not be the best lover, but I know I can get a grasp of, if you give it good, They'll want more. If you give it bad, they won't want any. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. But I want to ask. I want to ask Doc why. Why do Filipino men or that guy in particular, her, 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 her dude? Where did that concept come from? That going down on a girl is emasculating oneself. Like, how does that play into? Because f- it's serving. It's yes. serving. Basically, you're yes. serving the yep. woman. And yes. maybe, Hell, I mean, I maybe that. I serve. Exactly. I, serve. Because. I, I don't do takeout. I eat out. 
oh dear lord my partner eats me out for a whole hour and he doesn't complain at all oh, and god. it's because i know you know that's why i that's why i'm not leaving him right and it's because yeah right he's a hero you should you should we should sit <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, but he's secure. It's because these guys well. are more secure. You, you, Tony, um, you're secure of your sexuality. Yes. My partner is secure of his sexuality yeah. and what he can do. And for these men, actually, they get pleasure from knowing that they can give pleasure to yeah. the women. Yeah. It's not like it's not like okay, because the machismo um yeah. uh, mentality is like okay, I'm done. Right, so I'm done. That's ego. It. It's basically but, ego. Yeah, yeah, it's basically, it's basically yeah. ego. But they don't know what they don't know is like there's a higher level to it in such a way that if you can pleasure your woman, then it means you're really good in bed, right? Yeah, and, and I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to. You would have to uh, speak for for my for for me. <laughs> for you. You never <laughs> slept with me. But you, I, I will never. Don't worry. Yeah, you, you've you've met you've met along the lines, you know, the 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 past guests or some some friends, you know, Manila small. So yeah, you know, I'm sure there's I've given bad sex, but I try to give mm -hmm. my all. You know, what I mean, I I've always been a giver, I, a pleaser. And I think it's because you are secure of sexuality of your sexuality. You know what you can do, and yeah. you know that. And you also know that if the woman loves it, if the woman is pleasured, they would love you too. You know, you you, you dwell in that. You 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 live in that tone. <laughs> I I don't think that I enjoy them loving me into being a relationship, but I I no, want no, no, them no, no, to no, no, love no. the act, uh the that that moment yeah. that we're in bed or that we're having any kind of physical contact that they'll remember me. Mm. For life, yeah, because, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's it's like game seven. It's that. Yeah, you know, the Bulls versus yeah. Utah, the Bulls versus the Blazers. You know what I mean? This is that's that's my that's my mindset. That this yeah. could be the last. Let's blow her brains. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't happen all the time, but that's what I that's that's the thing. I'm I will do everything to get her off, and it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is how I know that uh, for the guys out there that do listen to this. If it doesn't upset you that you didn't make her come, that means you don't want to give your best. I think, exactly. I think you have to be accountable if you don't give it to her. And there are some girls that don't come through penetration. There are some women that don't have... A uh, lot. Yeah. But, but, yeah, that, but frustra that frustrates me. But I did not stop there because it has happened twice, thrice. And so I got them a vibrator. I bought them a vibrator, you know what I mean, over the years. Um, mm. but some guys here in the Philippines, they, they find don't. that having a vibrator is like it's a competition. It's it like also emasculation for like, them. I feel like Filipino men are very weird with their sexuality and like they're not liberated at all. Like it's the it's a, it's a it's a it's how we're brought up. Even it's the culture, really. It's, it's a culture because the culture says that men should know all about sex. But they so don't, whatever they don't they don't, they don't really and, and let me tell you something you know how i'm very deep into my spirituality like i don't know if you guys know about the chakras so we have seven energy points in mm -hmm. our body, right and that makes up our central nervous system when you it, when you have 
high levels of orgasm and extreme like pleasure in sex, that's actually aligning your chakras, guys. Like that actually, yeah, aligns your energy points and that unlocks different parts of your brain and that releases more dopamine, more serotonin. It releases more, you know, of the happy hormones and those happy hormones are actually healing to our body. And that's what I was telling you, um, Tony, with how, and that's how orgasm fights depression. So orgasms, like for females especially, are so detrimental for our well-being and our mental and physical health, guys, because we're releasing the hormones. True. So, so should I should yeah. that be my new business? Like during the yes. pandemic, like giving the true healer, DJ Tony. Told Tony. you, I told you, Tony. House. I told you, Tony. You're gonna start that with me. <laughs> I mean, that's what that's what we're already doing now, yeah. right? I mean, we're giving talks on how to achieve sexual pleasure, so we might as well make it a business. <laughs> no, okay. seriously, this is a thing. My girlfriends call me on um, Zoom asking me to show them how to like grind like, yeah like tantric mm-hmm. like how to pleasure themselves in a tantric way because i you know okay like, le- okay let's ask this i know a lot of people are listening wondering why you're here and i wanted you to i wanted to ask you what is tantric sex mm-hmm. because it's already yeah. t- sex in general in the philippines for asians is already yeah, so, is, so what's tantric know, sex so tantric sex is sex on an energetic and spiritual level. This is something that goes deeper. It's more deep rooted than just your transactional like penis in the vagina. Okay. You know, this is connecting holistically mind, body and spirit. And when you connect holistically on those three levels, then that's when your energies, your chakras like combine together and that's when you experience extreme pleasure. But the man has to be open to providing as you said, Tony, like providing stimulation to the female because she's like the key to unlocking really good tantric sex because those will, like when a man is able to pleasure a woman, you know, like it's just elevated on a higher spiritual level. And when I say spiritual, it's like an energetic level. Like you reach heights of euphoria that you probably would only reach if you were to take like M at like a rave or something. Okay. (laughs) Uh, how, how how do you start off with? Let's, so you, is this someone that you can just meet, like a new person, or there are steps where you meet the person, you have to get to know them. Like, how does tantric no, sex? How how do you make? How do you? How do you? What are the steps? Yeah, so I'm very big, like with twin flame energy. I don't know if you guys know much about yeah. it, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah. Essentially, like with twin flame energy, it's like when you meet someone that is on the same energetic vibration as you and you, you just, when you meet them, you can feel their energy, like you align with their energy and you can feel it already. Like I have even met people like, and this goes with what you were asking me, Tony, about how can you be celibate for so long? Like, yeah, I've been celibate, but I can't tell you, like, I haven't had phone sex and stuff like that. Of course I have, you know, and that, that goes with the energetic level of sharing intimacy, like on a, you know, like on that, on that, you know, energetic level. And that goes with tantric sex as well. So with tantric sex, it's like, it's sharing sexual energy, like, on a more intimate level it's not just like do you get what i mean like you're not just like yeah, yeah. but it's how, more how, transcending how, it's uh, trans- basic it's transcending every single body. aspect of you yeah mind body and soul but and how, you're how you giving it up and you're surrendering yourself 
to your partner and he's doing the same thing to you and but how do you, you gauge that you hone that when you can't even see it how do you gauge that how do you gauge that all three departments are at their peak or at the same level as yours you know what i mean it's not like you have a gauge it's not like okay you're 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 twin flame approved or you're okay, <laughs> we're at tantric no, ready. You know what I mean? No, how, yes. how do you do that to someone that's just starting out for the sex for the, maybe the first time, maybe the second yeah, time, honestly, like how, honestly, how do you get them on that level? Let's say I honestly, meet someone. Honestly, for me, like when I, for, like I connected with like, this is an example. Okay. Like I connected with this person and he's all the way in like LA. And like, when we first started talking, I was already getting sexually stimulated and I've never physically touched this person. I was like, how is this possible? Like, how can this happen? Like I'm getting like, I was feeling orgasmic feelings that like, you just like, I haven't even touched this guy and I'm getting more orgasmic feelings than when I've actually physically been with a person. And I feel like that's what the twin flame energy is and what tantric, like tantric sex is not just physical sex as well. It's like tantric energy. It's like, it's, it's deeply spiritual. Like it's like it almost causes mm-hmm. fire inside of you. And when you meet someone and you connect with them, you just know, like, I can't explain it. Like you just know. And then like when you physically connect, that's like when crazy shit happens. But, but can, can, being with the twin flame be toxic as well let's say yeah twin flame isn't ready sexually yes but not on a spiritual level there are twin flames that you meet yeah uh, can can they be not can they not be on the same level but be on the level of sexuality yes but not on a relationship level can think like i'm sure you know yeah. you we all met a twin flame at one point in our lives yeah. right yeah, on a exactly. and on a sexual or maybe on a spiritual level but yeah. it didn't work out yeah, because they weren't as evolved as you yet. Yes, but okay. Still, right. Yeah, you've still recognized their energy, but then they're not as evolved as you yet. But the best thing that happens is when you both are evolved, like at a heightened level, like you've both, you know, done your inner work and you've evolved and then you have sex. That's when tantric sex is like just so amazing. Because like what Rika said, it's like, it's transcendental, like it's transcendental. It's like- Maybe that's what I want to give, Doc. Maybe that's what I give. <laughs> The transcendental sex. Yes. I want transcendental sex, you guys. I'm waiting for it. Because I'm tapping in. <laughs> but I just don't know it. It's amazing. Oh, my gosh. It's, think, you know, think, have you ever had sex when... Oh, yeah. You know, if you, if you think you can, you can connect to Tony, and I believe that he has evolved now as opposed to how... Like, when I met him um, uh, years back, then you can have that kind of sex with him because yeah. he's also on that higher spiritual level yeah. now, so I think. I, I feel like... Um- See, like the reason why I've been celibate, it's not like I'm not religious. Like I wouldn't say I'm like super religious. I'm like totally the opposite. But I value my sexual energy now, you know, whereas before I was just like mm. just giving it yeah. out left, right and center. How long has it been? Tell tell Doc. Doc, nah. Doc. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Doc, how many years do you think or months? No, you guys are going to think I'm lame. No, 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 no. No, no of course not. We don't judge here. What no, are you talking judge. about? We never judge. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't, 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 don't say anything. Let, okay. let Doc Rika try and okay. get. How many months? Months or years? Months I, I would years. say yes. a year. A year. I would say a year. Yeah. I would say less than a year. Nah. 
<laughs> I resent that. No, but like when I say a year, it's more of like um, uh, the physical um, penile vaginal intercourse. But you did say that you have home yeah. sex and you touch yourself. So that's fine. Um, I'm saying it's been a year since you've had that kind of sex. Like when was the last time you had penetration, Case? Penetration? Yeah. yeah. Three, three years ago. <laughs> you know why you're <laughs> a virgin again? I'm a fucking I cannot do that. Oh my god. I, I cannot. I In life. I cannot. I, <laughs> I sometimes I'm just like, girl, what's wrong with you? No, but I've gone to the point, and it's different for me, guys, but because I'm a psychic, I'm an empath, so I'm highly mm -hmm. sensitive to energy. And when I went through my you know, like my promiscuous phase, I just felt like I was just having a nervous breakdown because I was like, I don't even know who's in it. Because as a psychic and as an empath, you know, like you're connecting with people's energy on such a deep level and it, you're so sensitive to it. So I have no choice. Like, you think I don't like sex? Of course I love fucking sex. I love sex. Yeah. Like, but I can't. No. Yeah, unless it's I basically know. protecting yourself too because when yeah. you have sex i mean i understand what you're saying that being an empath um mm. when you have sex with someone you are actually getting and absorbing yeah. his or her energy and if yeah. that energy is not aligned with yours then that's going to be um problematic yeah. um I went through the same phase of celibacy, but not three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was after I broke up with my ex-husband and I had to choose the people whom I had um, sex with. <laughs> Look at Tony. <laughs> Dude, I did. I mean, I would make out. I would make out with people. That's fine. Yeah. But, but to have um, someone touch my body and be naked with them, it took me... Probably six months. <laughs> yeah, Casey, yeah, she was on a roll. I was, I, was, I was out every night doing the rounds at the bars, and I would just get her a bottle of Johnny, of Johnny Walker, and I would leave her for the night. And I, she comes and goes, and I, I'm like, where the fuck did Doc go? But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be banging. I would just be probably be talking with this person. Oh, shut be, up. Your oh, hair. come on. Oh, your believe hair. me. Your hair See? would be messed up. Your lip, no more lipstick. I'm like, wait. Uh, I'll be making out. But that doesn't mean that the penis went into my vagina. What are you talking about? You no. judgmental person. I wasn't oh, judging no. you. I wasn't it doesn't matter. You. you got your PhD, girl. No one can judge you. Yeah, I, exactly. I didn't judge I you. I mean, the I, only... The, I let you be. The, I, let, I, I never know. said ever in the, in the two years that we were hanging out at, at the bars and clubs that you were following me at night because, you know, you, want, you didn't want to go home. I let you be. I never stopped you. I never said no. Never did I, I say know. no. I gave you a you bottle. You only said no once and it was just recently and you were correct. <laughs> but this is why I like remember when I met you um Tony was it did I meet you at Bank Bar or I think I met you like at an opening of like some club. It was a, a gastro uh it was a Valkyrie. Yeah. It was one of those I think it was like, a Bank Bar uh indirectly and then we met yeah. again. Um, yeah. Because you know, the same common friends. So yeah. it's a small. It's such a small town, and the nightlife is so small. Yeah. Uh, but we never got to talk until we met up. Yeah, I think it was Val yeah. and Revel. 
I think. And, and yeah, so Tony was asking me, how come like I only met you at the back end, like just before you went back to Australia? You know why? I used to always French exit whenever I used to go to those clubs because I'm just like, the last thing that I want is to be in an environment where I'm going to give up my celibacy. Like I hold it so sacred and I'm like, God, like, you know. Any well, you, you, you did you well. You did it's well. So Congratulations. Congratulations. You avoided yeah. me. You avoided me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so I mean... scared. Oh, no, not of you, but I mean, just in general. Because when I, the first time I went to Philippines, I was crazy. Like, I was on a loose, man. Like, I was just like, oh, no, this place is scary for me. Oh, you're lucky you didn't meet me here. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. come back then. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So, I mean, okay. So, from all, like, okay. You said you've been celibate past three years, but let's go back um, uh, three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who was the guy whom you had, like, the greatest sex with? Oh, guys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'll tell you. So I separated from my ex-partner. Mm-hmm. And um, w- this is when we were 27, actually. Actually, no, I lie. The the Egyptian guy was not the first guy that I had like an orgasm with. I totally like obliterated this guy from my head because I was so traumatized from this. Okay, so I, guys, I left my, <laughs> my partner, okay, because we didn't have sex for like three years. And I'm like, this motherfucker is obviously getting sex somewhere else. Oh, that's true. And yeah, <laughs> so he was like, you know, cheating on me and whatever, like when, I, you know, like, whatever so i separated from him anyways i was training with my pt and we always had a thing he was filipino um vietnamese and mm-hmm. we always had a thing but you know i was so loyal to my ex at the time and i was like oh shit i can't do anything but then we separated so i just after i separated from him i was just like man i just want to go on the loose you know so i called my, mm-hmm. PT, my personal trainer he was my trainer for three years can you imagine and like we trained together five days a week so you can imagine how close and like our relationship was you know uh-huh. like you already kind of like knew me inside out and then um i invited him to go out for drinks and i'm not gonna lie i was like prowling on him i was like on cougar alert because he was <laughs> he was 20 and i was 27 and i was like oh but he's so hot so yeah like so i started um yeah like seeing him and we went out for a drink and then things escalated and um like we had really great sex that night but then I was like shit man like he only 20 like how can this be happening to me I'm like 27 or nearly 28 and I've just had the best sex of my life with a guy that's barely like not even an, a full-grown adult he's a adult. <laughs> he's 20 and on on the back end of that guys he confessed to me that he I took his virginity what this guy was oh. so like, how can this what, made, what made it the best sex though what made it just so knew, great he knew everything i'm like how can you be a virgin i don't understand how this is possible but i feel like guys who work out a lot they got a lot of testosterone or something i don't know like you know young man ah uh, yeah young. it's like an american pie thing you know that's typical <laughs> one thing you know like they just got a lot of testosterone so I was like, how can this happen? Like the best sex I've had in my entire life is with a guy who one, I took his virginity and then two, he was only 20. And I was like nearly, you know, like I was nearly 28 at the time. So it was crazy. Well, but was I, it like um, tantric? Like, I mean, was it, was I, it trans, 
transcendental for you? Or is it just a physical set? Like hard, like yeah. really, really just no, for me, I think like for me, mind blowing sex, it has to like, I have to be connected with a person intellectually, physically, and mentally. And for me, like, what do you call those people? Is it se- sepiosexuals? The ones Sapio? that get like Sapio? sapiosexuals yeah. who are intellectual? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, get, I get like mad, like, I get like really aroused if a guy is like, mad smart like i don't know why like it's oh really- you're gonna hit it <laughs> off with tony then like if i have a good conversation with them and like with this guy we used to just talk about deep shit you know like all mm-hmm. the time and um i think that's what like what really connected me with him like for me i can't connect physically with a guy if i just don't find him intellectually appealing i just can't like it just me too happen. i mean yeah. um, no, i feel you maybe being an empath as well yeah. i think that's one of the things that we need to like we look for in a men this it's really having that kind of conversation and that kind of connection with them yeah yeah and like, stimulate only, like intellectual stimulation is really important yeah yeah and only then we're gonna allow them to stimulate our bodies after they've stimulated our minds yes like mind right. yeah you, you have to get mind fucked first yes i believe in that i believe in that like the minute like if a guy can like just talk like you know deep conversation about like crazy stuff like that we're talking about now like i'm just like yeah okay have sex with me now please. so what would i mean i'm i'm wondering though what would make you break your 3 years celibacy then um to be honest, I know this sounds so corny, but like marriage. <laughs> I've not been married yet. Yeah. Like for me, actually, like I was, um, we were engaged, but yeah, like I was mm-hmm. married. And like I just told myself, um, the guy that I'm going to be with, like as soon as I have sex with him, I just have to have sex with him once. And if I feel the connections there, like that's it. Yeah. Okay. Is that a lot of so pressure? This is, That's a lot of pressure. I mean, no, man. How about if it's great? You, you have he doesn't want to get married. Like, let's say it's my. Let's say it's transcendental sex, and it's <laughs> like you're coming. I know where this like, is going. What the like, hell? Like you're squirting for hours. You you know it's like a friggin' it's like it's like Pugsanhan Falls, and yeah, do does she even know what Pugsanhan Falls is? Oh, it's a famous <laughs> waterfall here. Is it like Niagara Falls? Yeah, yeah. It's like Niagara, Niagara. Yeah, Niagara But local version. Lo- yeah. Local version. It's not as high. I just feel like... Or not as wide. Honestly, like for me, um, I'm very open with my sexuality, but I feel like, okay, like I, I feel like every guy that I've slept with and I don't fucking know if it's like my woke, my psychic energy or like my wokeness or whatever. Probably. That I've had sex with, he's become really rich, and they've got like gotten hectic abs and stuff. And I'm like, dude, like there must be something in my hormones brewing because this shit is like gold, <laughs> and I don't want to just give it to anyone. Like for me, like I treat it really sacred now. So I'm not just gonna give it. To oh anyone. my god! I'm not gonna give it to anyone. Like this guy got to be like God or something. Like he got to be like the next Jesus. I, I feel you. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be like the next Jesus. I mean, yeah. No, I say I feel you because 
like every guy that I've slept with, they're very um became very successful in their careers. Yes. And and for me, it was like, what the fuck? We're giving us a, a way up pussy power. That's what we're doing, babe. Like, hey, both ways, you know. But yeah, I know. Like, I wouldn't sleep after. Okay, fine. I was very promiscuous when I was in my teenage years. But mm. now that I'm older and I've been married and I've gone through a lot of shit, like, I wouldn't just give my pussy up to anyone. Yeah. But then again, like, oh. when. <laughs> Oh, Tony, damn you. Stop it, Tony. Shut up. <laughs> Why are you fucking with the listeners? Why are you fucking with the listeners? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not fucking with the listeners. I'm just no, saying that true. you like, have, it's true. You have pussy powers that you need to take care of. And only give to the people whom you think are deserve it. Deserve it. Like I'm not, honestly, I've given away like my pussy power to guys, and they have. I swear to you, this is not even a joke. They have closed multi-million dollar deals. They've opened up gyms. They've opened up like fucking like crazy shit. And I'm like, dude, like, what the hell? Like I'm just giving out. It's like gold. Do you get what I mean? Maybe so, that's it. Maybe that's your purpose. Maybe that that your pussy is my purpose. Sure, that's that's the pussies. <laughs> yeah, that's the purpose to change lives. <laughs> Changing lives for the better. No, you have so, to treat no. it as yeah, it's yeah. sacred, man. Yeah, you can't sacred, just go it, around spreading your trans- life. Honestly, like my, my sex transforms men. And honestly, like there's some guys that I've even slept with that were had shit ass bodies. And then after I've slept with them once or twice, these motherfuckers came out and had six packs. I'm like, is this a joke? Like, what the hell is going on? It's like <laughs> this is weird. Well, my maybe no, but, but, uh, Moa, maybe you'll have to come up with a contract. Like once you <laughs> stick your dick in my pussy, I get one percent. <laughs> exactly. I mean, give me equity. Uh, you get shares. not just one percent. Give me ten percent, man. Okay, whatever, whatever it may be. Maybe now, from now on, every time that you decide to have sex, it's got to be on paper. It's got to be a contract. Yeah. My pussy is full. So this pussy yeah, is gold. I mean, so show you yeah. know what? I need you to sign on the dotted line that anything that you make <laughs> from this day forward, I get ten percent. Yes, exactly. Like I need to own that. De- like okay, exactly. Yeah. Or exactly. Get, get you, a, should, you should. Yeah. You should do that. You get retainers. You, so, you get retainers. And on you know the what? Yes. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you um, a very, very, very gold advice here. If ever you're gonna sleep with Tony, Tony, you should make it thirty percent. And like in a month, <laughs> that's extortion. No, no, hell, no! In a month, you'd be a hundred millionaire. <laughs> oh, come on, man! Believe me. <laughs> and he would sign that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, he would sign on that dotted line. I guarantee. Yeah, I mean, for three years, oh, he would want to be the one yeah. to break that three-year record. I know. And do you know? You know what's so funny though? Like the minute that men. Uh, tell me, Tony, is it a thing? Like, I feel like guys, like the F boys just come crowding around you the minute they find out that you've been celibate for so long. It's kind of like a mission for them. To um, I think it's, I, I, I can, I can sort of relate to that because every year I, I take a, I take a few months of uh, celibacy. So it's not the whole year. 
Uh, but I've been doing yeah, this yeah. since 2000, uh, 2011, 2012, uh, that every year I take a few months away from what I do normally. Masturbating. Do. Or, yeah. So or it, it's just, yeah. just so that um, sex or the act of it, the, it doesn't rule me and that I can still control yes. um, my urges and my, my thoughts. And um, yeah. uh, for that moment, for that short moment, you know, I did 97 days when I first started. And that was way back in 2012, I think 2011 when I first started. We do it every year now, ever since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, when you go out and you haven't let out that energy, it people can actually feel that. And girls will be more, um, I don't want to say that they'll just want sex, but they will gravitate towards you because you're, you're, you're holding that energy for so long. Yes. Um, and, they, and, 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 and if they are sensitive to that energy, yes. I've, I've had my belt broken at some bars. Like, like you know I mean, no. or, yeah, ask the two guys that I work with. Like they were there. They were witnesses. Like like when whenever I whenever I start that hmm. month that month, that actual month of celibacy, it hmm. kind of gets crazy. That's why I normally wouldn't go out during that month that that time period. Yeah. Uh, just because I knew that you're just inviting the wrong kind of people. Even though I want to yeah. have sex with them, um I would I wouldn't I wouldn't push through it or I I wouldn't stay out late. I wouldn't even go out for a couple weeks. Yeah. Because That's that energy is actually, they can feel that. And even guys can feel it. Like, you yeah. know, when you step into the room. And I honestly yeah. don't even think you have to be an empath or even sensitive to energy. You just like can, you can sense it. Like, honestly, on my Instagram, I get fucking guys all the way from bloody, I get rappers messaging me and shit. Like, and they're like, oh, you are a goddess, you're a queen, I want to marry. Like, they just know, like, if you're like celibate, like, they, and they're just trying to crack onto you. Do you get know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mission. It's, like a, it's a mission. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a trophy for them. Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I think when, yeah. when you put yourself in that position, um, it's, it's basically maybe the universe telling you, okay, how strong is your conviction your of not wanting your to into yeah. your, yeah. into your yeah. urges? How strong are you willing to, to hold out? Let's see. And... Yeah. Um, it's just a test, you know what I mean? And if you can break, mm-hmm. and, and if you can go, I, you know, I don't like putting dates uh, on, on things per se because I just go with the flow. Uh, so when I stopped eating meat, stopped drinking alcohol, I didn't really put a date to it. Yeah, I just you said, did it. I, I just did it. Yeah, yeah, I just did it. Are you and, vegan, Tony? Uh, pescatarian, yeah. Oh my God, you're like me. So I'm like two years now. Two years will be... <laughs> yeah yeah so i didn't want to i wanted to change things where i didn't want things ruling me and it takes a certain kind of mindset to do that it's a mind fuck especially you have to have a strong an absolutely strong mindset that's why for me i can't give myself up to any guy who has not conquered their mind i can't give myself up to any guy who has not mastered himself because i've gone to that level of self-mastering myself and mastering my thoughts my willpower and myself and my skills like i just can't physically give it up to just any fucking guy yeah you get what i mean how would you know 
if this guy has already mastered himself? You, it's energy, really. Like you can just tell. Like I think conversation-wise too. I think yeah, conversation, and and yeah, it, it's just a different mindset. And even just yeah. hanging out with them and talking to them. And I think the level yeah. of conversation. I think when you reach a level yeah. of conversation, and that that isn't guaranteed though, Doc. I don't think you know you could say it, but if you don't practice it, because there's a lot of guys that talk it but don't walk it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of girls. Oh, that I mean. As well. That's true. I mean, that's true. Um, uh, this is the first time that I'm gonna say it, but like when I met you, Tones, um, we had this kind of connection because we're talking about psychic and higher level um, kind of energy, yeah, right? Dormant psychic ability. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the reasons that I stayed with the show, with, with the radio show, was because we had this kind of connection, and. Um, uh, one of the things that I realized was that, oh, your energy would actually be beneficial for me and vice versa. She's just using you. Right? Just yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm using you in a lot of ways and you're using me too. But then I realized, because we also had sexual tension. There was a time that we had sexual tension because of that energy. Mm, yeah. And... Um, I realized that no, I'm not going to give in to that sexual tension because if I did, yes. then the whole benefit—I mean, yes. the whole benefit thing—would be ruined. That's I why I know I'm not going to sleep with Tony. Tony. Yeah, babe, I've got the same thing. You know, <laughs> a lot of my best friends—they're like really hot guys, right? Like one of my, one of my—he's probably going to listen to this, but one of my clo like close mates, he's—you know—like he's. A personal trainer in LA mm -hmm. and he's got a really good physique and everything but we've never crossed that boundary or anything because it's like I benefit him by giving him my wisdom and my knowledge and that's more important to him than just banging me or whatever do you get what I mean exactly so, yeah, the, so exactly. online doesn't count right case online online zooming I mean to be honest, like I've got my virtual F, like you know, yeah, we're in lockdown, we're human, yeah. of <laughs> course, yeah, of course, you need that, yeah. But, like, um, I would say, like, for me, like, energy is still energy, like, whether it's physical or like virtual or like psychic, whatever you want to, of course, say. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 like, you energy can go through anything, it can go, yeah. Through, no, no. Yeah. yeah, you know, like... So what time do you do these shows? You have, like, <laughs> you have like a link, you know? For what? For the virtual show? I mean, is is, is, there, <laughs> is there like a PayPal link that we can just, you know, deposit? And then... Oh my God, have you guys heard of that? What's the, what is it called? Fans only? Like oh, fans yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I have people like I know that are making a killing off that shit. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, we interviewed one girl that's actually a an Asian porn star, Philippine porn star. Yeah, yeah, and and then she's my client. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sex therapist. She's my client, and um, uh, oh my god, she's making a lot of money. And if I were known for who I am, if I didn't have like my PhD, my Harvard, whatever shit, yeah, I think I would make more money from that <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's the same as me, guys. That's the same. I'm like, why couldn't I just be like a freaking 
high end escort, like life would be so much easier. Oh my god, no, do you know that? There's no sex involved. The funny thing is, there's no sex involved, there's and you're no getting paid. There's no sex involved, and That's they're getting insane. paid five hundred dollars an hour, even a thousand. I know someone who's been paid two thousand dollars an hour, and they're just talking. And I told her. Damn you! That's my job to yeah, talk to crazy. these men, and I get paid like what one tenth of that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I kind of well, I don't get paid to that extent, but some you know, like some of my clients that I have, like, because you know how I'm a psychic, like my hourly rate is about like 150 to 200 an hour, but some of my clients I do teach them about sex and tantric mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and whatever, but. I mean, it's not like that, you know. Like, we need you here. You have to come here. Like, okay, once the pandemic is over, you have to I, I come here. Get, I'm still curious. I, I'm going with the listener's point of view with the tantric. How does that work? How do you know? Or, you know, I mean, how about if you're not really into the spiritual aspect of it? You'll never it's, reach it? Not, the tantric side? Like, you have to be, like, you, you know what? You have to be in the mindset and you have to be... I wouldn't say like awaken to it, but you have to be connected with yourself before you can even give yourself to someone else. Because how can you give, you know, like how can you give someone the best sex of their life if you don't even know your body? So first of all, you have to know your body. And like, that's why I teach a lot of my girlfriends and even a lot of my clients like that I, I do readings and stuff for and spiritual healing, but they have to know themselves, know their bodies. Look, I even got it tatted on me, guys. Know yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, intimacy yeah, starts with yourself. It, intimacy your starts body. with your body. Yeah, it starts with you first. And like when you know yourself and you know, you know, like then you'll be more comfortable. Because with tantric sex, it's about like what um, Doc was saying. It's about letting go. No ego, no fear, no nothing. It's just being completely in the moment, completely immersed in it. And if you're not mentally ready for that, and if you don't know your body and you don't know your sexuality, it's not going to work because it's a mindset thing as well. Like, do you get what I mean? Like you have to unlock Mm -hmm. your brain. You have to unlock your brain. I mean, have you ever had sex when after everything was done, you were like, what time is it? Yeah. Like, you yes. don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't in this world. You were yes. somewhere else. It was like on Venus or Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck? And when, when you orgasm, like after that, after that orgasm, like with both of you, mm-hmm. um, after you come back and you ground yourself, you're like, yeah. where am I? What the hell just happened? Yeah. So you mean to tell me with tantra, uh, tantric sex, you and your partner are just at one point just like still? Like yeah, getting no, to you know your energy? so yeah. when real, real tantric sex is about molding your energies together it's okay. when your chakras are completely aligned together you know and i think that 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 can only come with also the man submitting himself to the woman as well so that will never happen in philippines with the kind of guys that- oh no 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 no, no. It, it has happened i mean i can i can attest to that there are there are a few guys who the can anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who can? The maybe, maybe it's because I taught them how to. <laughs> maybe it's because it's my job, but 
Yeah. But yeah, I've experienced it with uh, a few men here. Yeah. Very few though. Very few. Very, very, very few. Because so basically, you, have be, you have to be in touch with yourself. It's kind of like meditating. Like when yeah. you're having. No, it is meditating, right? It's I guess you, you and your partner should meditate before you guys have sex, right? Yeah. Basically, uh, just breathing, st- yeah. st- staying still for like maybe a few minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and just trying to feel each other's energy. And then you go into. Yeah. The and whole, whatever, yeah, and whatever your partner like, it's not something like your partner's like, go down on me and do this and do that. It's very much feeling on your sixth sense, like nah. you, like that's why you have to be in a meditative state because with tantric sex, it's not about knowing with your five senses, it's knowing with your sixth sense, it's knowing with your intuition what your partner mm-hmm. wants, and you just have to be completely like uh, alert and aware to what your partner wants. So, so, so if I if if I think that you know going down on you right away, that's how I feel. You'd be okay with that, or any guy, any guy. No, that, you because know. it's like that's what you're feeling because you're a horny dog right now. Like not you. Know, <laughs> I mean, like the yeah. guy. Luckily, he's you're just being horny. But is that really what the woman wants? So it's what. Like, yeah, tantric sex is about intuiting what your partner wants. It's not about like, or do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah, you, yeah, it's not about what you want. It's submitting to what, like, feeling the energy of what your partner wants and submitting to that, whatever they want. It's basically, I mean, it's not like because we're talking about meditating a lot, right? And maybe the listeners are thinking that when you meditate, you have to be like. Um, you know, you sit and then you breathe and whatever. No, 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 no. It's it's more of um just being with each other, breathing and knowing where your partner's energy is and where your energy is as well, and what you are giving to your partner. It doesn't have to be that whole um, being quiet and being still. Yeah. It's about being intuitive, really, more than anything. It's just basically being there at the moment and feeling each other. So going slow. It's it's really it's not a it's not a race, basically. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. Like, you know, the rubber doesn't win the race. It's the tortoise, you know? (laughs) It's, Uh, yeah. um, I'm half tortoise, half rabbit, by the way. (laughs) 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 I love your one-liners. But, yeah, like, I mean, you know, like with sex, it's about building the momentum and building the energy as well. It's not like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like, it's not like, you know what? This is why I never had an orgasm until I was 26, 27, because up until then, like, I was with guys that were one minute men, like, bang, bang, like, oh my gosh. I dealt with that shit. Oh man, that must be frustrating. I know. And, you know, like, it's just, it's- I cannot. So the the you know what my life's purpose is that's now. just sad yeah I, I, my life purpose is the same as yours now doc it's like enlightening women to like embrace their sexuality because for God's sakes if you're like thirty and you haven't had an orgasm yet like yeah. you know, you, you're not even alive you don't even have a pulse so how do you feel with uh, women uh, masturbating how how uh, what age or do you think at, at, as early as possible one should learn how to masturbate for for a I, female. 
Yeah, I think it's, um, I, this is a very taboo thing, but for me, honestly, like during pu- puberty and everything like that, I think it's healthy for a woman puberty. Also, you know, to explore their body and their sexuality because then they won't get exploited by other people. Do you get what I mean? Like if you know your body and you know yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Get exploited because you know yourself, you know your body, you know what, you know, turns you on. Like all these, like I know so many girls that come to me, some of them are my clients and, you know, like they just get used and abused by these guys and, you know, like they don't get anything out of it because they don't know their body. Like you have to know your body. You Speaking know? of um, uh, being... Exactly. You, you, have, a, you have an interesting, uh, very uh, emotional aspect of your life that you mentioned uh, I, I, to me that uh, I, don't, if, I don't know if you want to touch up on it, uh, but you were traumatized at a very early age. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, and I think that uh, more people that are in my position, they're coming out with this kind of, you know, like with this kind of story, but mm-hmm. this goes in light with the whole thing that's happening now in the Hollywood scene with the uh, me too. And, and stuff like that. And I, I think it goes under the radar more so than it should be because I know a handful of women that have also come and opened up to me once I opened up on social media and on YouTube um, about my experience with molestation as a young child, you know, and I was, I was only five when it started happening to me and I didn't know any better, but you know, that can really change the way that you view sexuality and you view yourself as a person. And I think that that goes with, the story that I was telling you guys as to why I was so closed off with having an orgasm and with my sexuality. And, you know, like I was with the same partner for 12 years, even though we didn't have a sex life and stuff like that, because I was made to feel ashamed for, for that, for my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, that's true. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, and I think that it, that's like, it, the moment, and I think the moment that you liberate yourself from sexual, like, you know, the taboos of sexuality, that's when you're really free. And that's when you're actually going to enjoy life and enjoy yourself. And, you know, like, it's liberating. Do you get what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of... Um, it is. Yeah. How, did you, how did you overcome it? Or how are you Honestly? continuously overcoming that situation? So, so you, know, you know how, like, you... Everyone asks me, Casey, like, you know how there's people that are jack of all trades and like expert at none, but I'm literally like, I've mastered everything. But do you know why? Because I channel all of my anger and my energy into my art, into my craft. That's why I do beat producing. That's why I do music. That's why I work out like a mother. That's why I have abs because I I channel all of my my energy and my outlet and my you alchemize that energy do you get what i mean like you can't just bottle it in and i feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people they bottle Mm -hmm. it in and you would probably know this doc because you know obviously you're a psychologist but people that bottle that energy in that manifests in disease disease you know like it's in different ways in different ways mental disease and like um you know and and this is why Mm -hmm. there's so much crazy shit going on in philippines because i feel like in the the culture there it's like they subordinate sexuality to the point where it's unnatural to humans and un- unnatural to you know our well-being like it's completely like stupid to kind of like tell people that you're bad for like wanting to have sex and you know do you get what i mean 
and and that's yeah i mean that's why we have this show that's how molestation happens and that's how pedophilia and stuff yes it's like when when you're saying like oh no like and and you know like oh no you can't do it because society says you can't do it but it's a natural urge in you then yeah 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 you know and that's how because we're so repressed it's repressed yeah we are we are repressed and um because we are repressed we do not have the kind of education that will liberate us and Mm -hmm. actually make us respect other people's sexuality and that's why yeah molestation comes in harassment comes in and in the philippines it's actually four out of five women yeah Four out of five women get 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 harassed, get molested, even babies, and it, it's it's really it's really 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 bad. And like, uh, you like know, you, I feel you. For example, like I did, I did, like I did some research when I was still doing like my psych, like just some independent research, right? And I had a look um, at the countries that were sexually liberated, like places like Spain and Italy, where they're kind of free with their sexuality. I was in Barcelona. I lived there for like two years, and people walk around like with their boobs out and shit, like it's normal, like to sunbathe naked. I know. So I was in Barcelona, and it was. Yeah, liberating. And, you know, the, the, the crime rate of sex, like the 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 rate of sex crimes, is so low there. Why? Because they're liberated. Mm-hmm. They're liberated mm-hmm. in their sexuality. Mm-hmm. You go to places mm-hmm. in third countries, or even like in Philippines, where it's so repressed and it's like so taboo and everything. The crime rates of sex, you know, offenses and molestation and all of that stuff. Like every second friggin' uncle of mine was a bloody, you know, do you get what I mean? Because it's yeah. the culture. It's the culture there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, most of my friends, uh, even I, and but that's another but that, that's another story. It was molested, raped, and whatever. Yeah. Um and I think that's why, yeah, that's why we have this show really. It's yeah. because we want to normalize sex. We want yeah. to normalize that um, people have sex, that it's okay. It's, it's, it's not evil. It's not bad. And with sex comes respect. Yes. And, and only by hearing stories of other people, he, yet, like your story and stories of our, our, our past guests, mm. would make other people realize that, hey, it's actually okay. It's actually normal. I mean, yeah. your story is other people's stories. Your story is actually my story as well. Yeah, right? and, you know what? and yeah. it only takes one of us to just come out and then, you know, everyone else will become healed in the process. You know, after I first came out on exactly. YouTube, on one of my girlfriend's, like, um, YouTube channels last year, because she's got, like, a YouTube talk show channel, and I had, like, a bunch of females, like, me- my own cousin messaged me. Like, oh, my God, like, people that you see every day that you think don't go through the same traumas as you are hiding and suffering alone you know, because they don't mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. any better. Do you get what I mean? So it's, I, yeah. I love the whole aspect yes. of the show with normalizing yes. sex. And that's what I also endorse on my blog. And, you know, like 
a lot of my girlfriends, they even told me, you know, when I first was, because I'm very controversial, like on my public persona as well. Like, they're like, oh, how can you be a psychic and spiritual and all this stuff and be very sexualized? And I'm like, mate, if you really knew a thing about life, you would know that we are sexual creatures. Like, this is why God created us. God's sakes. Oh, we are. I mean, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for sex. Yeah, I was like, that's air you're breathing? God. (laughs) I mean, only the Virgin Mary was able to um, give birth to Christ without having sex. But I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that there's also like people need to understand there's a difference. Like what you were saying, Tony, it's like, yeah, you can have casual sex and stuff, but if it's consensual and both parties consent to it, then there's nothing wrong with that. Do you get what I mean? But there is something wrong with, you know, you being like violated. Do you get what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a total a lot of women things. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of women um, don't know, like even with their partners, like for, for example, they have, they're, they're married or they're in a long-term relationship. A lot of women don't know how to recognize um, when they're being violated or being forced into sex when they don't want to. Exactly. And it's because their mindset is that if I'm already married to this person or like I'm already with this person for a long time, then I should give it to him anytime he wants and that's that's a problem here that's absolutely not true and Mm. honestly like this happened with me with my ex-partner and this is why I kind of like had to end it because we were separated already and he tried to force himself on me and I said mate just because we have been together it does not mean that I can send you to have me whenever you want if I say no it means no you know Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? That's a violation. Yeah, yeah. and that—that's what we need to. Um, that's how. That's what we need to teach women yeah. here and even men here. And I yes, that is also what this podcast is for. That is also what this show is for. Yeah. Um, so going back, right? Going back to that uh, whole tantric thing. I mean, because. What I'm thinking of is like, okay, like we've all been violated and we've all, we've all gone through that. How were we able to let go of that? And how were we able to let go? Because when you're molested, when you're violated, you have all that anger in you, right? Yeah. So I actually got How did you transform it into uh, sexual energy? Yeah. um, I remember when I gave birth to my daughter and I went to therapy, um, like with a psychologist and I was just so humiliated because I was like, I have my, I have a background in psychology and I'm now seeking a therapist. I'm like, oh, oh I have my own therapist. Yeah. I, I have a doctorate in psychology. It's, it's, a, it's part of the law actually in the Philippines for uh-huh. psychologists to have their own therapist. Oh, you should, well, you should. Yeah. Like I feel supposed kind to of be. Like, yeah. Like, um. <laughs> Yeah, I went to, like, I was seeing a therapist because I just didn't want to get, like, you know, um, any, uh, what is it called when you, postnatal, I didn't want to get postnatal depression because I just had my mm-hmm, daughter mm-hmm, from my ex mm-hmm. and I was going through a lot of crap, like, at that time. And then she said, I think that you have, um, 
what's this disorder? It's like when you remove yourself from your body. Dissociation. Yeah, dissociative disorder. Yeah. He said that yeah. I have that, but I wasn't formally diagnosed. I'm, I'm like mind blanking and like it's like I'm meant to know this stuff, but I don't. But anyways, yeah. So she said um, I have dissociative disorder. It's when you yeah. separate yourself from your body um to remove yourself from the trauma so what i used to do when i was young to kind of block myself from you know actually feeling that trauma when things were happening to me when i was being molested i would pretend that it wasn't me like i would pretend i was just watching a movie like almost as if it was an out of body experience and i guess mm -hmm. that's how i kind of developed my psychic ability yeah, because when you do that enough um, times, it's kind of like a mind muscle, right? Like you're 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 practicing that day in day out. So I I was literally transcending my spirit into a different realm, like I and that's how I kind of stopped myself from feeling the trauma and the pain. And you know what I did? I channeled all of that anger. There's a reason why I am like ridiculously smart and everything like that. It's not because I was born like this. It's like I channeled all of my anger and rage into my academics and I channeled it into my art. And, you know, like for me, it's all about if you like, I, I never wanted to repress it and I had to put it somewhere. So I put that energy and power into what I could control. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, yeah, it, that's, great. that's, yeah. that's amazing how your, your intuition made it uh, because a lot of people, when they go through a trauma, traumatic experience in life, yeah. They they choose the destructive, the very dark side yeah. of things. And you were able to harness that negative um, event. Yeah, that negative energy, the negative event that took place at a very young age, at a very innocent time. Yeah. And you were able to cons to to um it. yeah, alchemize it and distribute that into something yeah. positive for yourself. And yes. that's that's so hard to do, huh? A lot of people go crazy. A lot of people choose death, suicide. And alcoholism. I'll tell you one thing, okay? Like, I'm not perfect, though. Like, you know, when it was happening to me from the age of 5 to 14. So if you can imagine, people talk about getting raped once or twice in their life and whatever. Yeah. Imagine this shit happening to you every day of your life throughout your whole teenage oh, you years and your childhood. Like, it was every day? Kind of, it was every day? Like, Wow. Nearly every day of my life, okay, uh, from the time I was my daughter's age. And this is why people ask me, why are you a single mom now? You know why? Because I love my daughter that much that I would sacrifice my own happiness to see her happy. Do you get what I mean? Because yeah. for, for me, when that happened to me, I like, that's how I got into, you know, I started writing poetry and I started writing when I was six and seven. Like my daughter can barely even read right now. She's like, <laughs> But that was my outlet at an early age. And people ask me, how have you written 14 books in all this time? And now I'm beat producing and I'm like, right. Like, this is not something that I just do because uh, like, I don't give a fuck if I like make, make it like in fame or whatever. It's not about that. It's about channeling your energy into something. And I know like me, this is why I wanted to study music therapy as well. And also like natural therapy in psychology, because I believe that if I could heal myself naturally and heal myself with music therapy, then that can heal other people as well through these traumatic experiences. 
So you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you don't, oh, I, I, you don't have to take this shit. I believe in meditation. I believe in holistic healing, sex therapy. I believe in sex therapy as well. I, I, the I feel you. Yeah, it, it's, it's a different energy. And I feel you when you say that um, you wanted to heal yourself. That's why you went to music therapy and art therapy and everything else. Because that's what I did. I went into sex therapy. Basically, all my anger went into sex. That's why I can say I'm a sex expert now. Huh. <laughs> but... <laughs> And um, yeah, yeah. and this is something like on my blog that I write about. It's all it's all about alchemizing your energy because you can, like Tony said, you can go through the destructive stage, and I went through that too. Like I went through my alcoholic stage, but what what good does it do for you? You know, like every second person has like gone through some traumatic experience in their life. You know, so it's just a case of like learning how to manage it. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about your tones? How are you able to manage your um, trauma? Whatever it is that you went through. Definitely sex therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we met. Right? Uh, uh, not, not, I, I don't think I, I don't recall me being ever abused. It, it was more of a very toxic uh, yeah. conditioning of a very strict, you know, as, as most Asians are yeah. raised in, in a very conservative uh, strict uh, household, um, yeah. but I I got out of it at, at an early age. Uh, yeah. I left home at a very early age, and and I knew that to grow as a person, as an individual, I had to unlearn what I've learned. Yes, uh, and, and I'm still unlearning the traits that I got seeing my mom and dad, how their marriage. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's 40, yeah. 43 yeah. years. It's yeah. not, it, it's not the perfect marriage, but they are loyal, but there are what things that? that I don't want to happen to me that I see yeah. that's happening to them. There are things that yeah. they believe in. Um, there are things that they were taught because their grandparents or their parents and their grandparents, uh, condition conditioned them. So yeah. I'm still learning, and and that's why I've I've people always ask, oh, why are you single for so long? And I'm like, I do date, but I think I owe it to myself to know my strengths, my weaknesses, and I think what we all lack in in this in this world is, um, and it's not taught in schools is is to have a relationship with yourself, with yourself, not not in terms of being in love with yourself you know i mean not narcissist not 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 in a narcissistic way but more in a a, a compassionate uh yes. respectful uh more mindful way of knowing why things bother you why yes. why do you think the way you do why do it's you do things work. yeah, yeah. It, because and, otherwise yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be, that's, I'm exactly the same as you, Tony. That's why everyone's asked me, how the hell have you been single for like four or five years? Like surely. Cause I was like, you know what? After separating from my partner for 12 years, I didn't know, you know, I had a nervous breakdown because I didn't know who the F I was without him. My personality yeah. was so ingrained with him because we were together mm-hmm. since that I didn't know I knew I nearly committed suicide because I didn't know who the fuck I was yeah and you lose yourself you, you yeah, when you when you lose yourself that's the end of it 
It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, and oh, yeah. I can't stress this yeah. enough is, is, you know, we, we, we grow, we, we, we grow up and we are conditioned at such an early age yes. to seek happiness from another person. Person and and we shouldn't seek happiness from another person. We should seek happiness from within, from yeah. and then share our happiness with that person that makes us even more happier. You know, because if we search yeah. for happiness from another person, we are going through a dead end. What if that person dies? What if that person leaves us? Then yes. we are stuck with nothing, and we are left hopeless. But we are never hopeless. And that's why. Fire from within. Yeah, exactly. And that's why a lot of people think uh, that something died within them when someone leaves them. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Separation. And it's I'm because. Opposite, Doc. I'm the opposite. When someone leaves me, I am <laughs> fucking celebrating. I'm like. Me too. I'm like. Exactly. I'm like, what am I going to do next? Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know what? I guess, I guess that's my blessing, and I also, I also guess. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I didn't sleep with Tony, because after, like, I was married. It was right? my choice not to sleep with you. I mean, no, it's 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 my choice too. What the fuck? No, it's not your choice. <laughs> no, it's a two. Success is two. Sex is two street. What the hell, Tony? What the hell? No, I, I mean, I didn't, no, I didn't pull your pants down. Hell no. But I didn't even, I didn't even make a move. But what I'm saying is that um, I came from a marriage. I came from, I came from a marriage and um, we had a daughter. And it was that time that I was friends with Tony. And I guess that was a blessing because Tony um, was very mature. Well, he's old, so he should be mature. Um, <laughs> but he took care. Of me. <laughs> he took care of me in that sense. Yeah. That made me realize that hey, you know what? I really didn't need um, anyone in my life yeah. at that moment yeah. to be happy or to be complete. And yes. like at, at twenty, at twenty nine or at thirty, when you're a divorcee at that age, it kind of breaks you. It's like you're so young. Girl, we have the same story. We're exactly the same. I was like pretty exactly. much. Exactly. I know that. Exactly. That's why I told you when you said you've been molested from five to fourteen. I've been molested and raped yeah, from five to twenty-two. Divorce. So we really have to talk. That's why I'm asking. No, you, you guys don't really need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want like the but, women coming together. <laughs> no, but 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 you you sublimated it. We call it sublimation. We sublimated it through art and music. I sublimated it through sex. That's why I'm doing sex therapy now. Yeah. And um, I guess our stories would really help a lot of women. Women. Yeah. Um, to come out, number one, to yeah. come out, and number yeah. two, to own their sexualities, yes. and number three, to know um, what giving sex to another person is like, Maybe. what pleasure should be when it comes yes. to tantric sex, and what you and should be maybe for yes. And maybe for men, for, for our listeners who are men, um, what they should know and what they should do to be able to give the woman or the women the kind of pleasure and respect 
respect and wholeness that they deserve. Yeah, because we did. Well, you know what? Like women who are very much pleasured, we got the holy grail, man. Like you know, this is oh, like, yeah, oh hell yeah, like, it's better than I mean. Oh trust me, my trust good me. lord. <laughs> trust me, um, I trust me too. <laughs> That's why you need to come here and you need to help me. Yes. And <laughs> do you know that what my book, my book is. Um, these women. Yeah, so that's what my book is all about as well. The one that I've just released with Elevate. It's about women finding the light not just women but it's about finding your true self and finding the light after mm. darkness and embracing mm -hmm. your shadows and your sexuality and loving yourself where, where can you know? people get the book uh case yeah so my book is available on all platforms now so it's available on amazon um it's available on booktopia it will be available on my website next week as well um and california books i believe um what, so, what's yeah. the website what's the website and uh, the your instagram your facebook yeah so my website is simply my name so it's www.caseyphoenix.com casey with a k Casey. <laughs> Casey with a K and um, yeah. Yeah, Instagram handle is Casey.Phoenix and my Facebook is the same. Yeah. Wait, your 10 questions, Doc. Okay. That I have for, for her. Yeah, I think we've, I think we've come to that. Um, I just saw the, I just saw my um, uh, clock and I realized that we've been talking for two hours. Yeah, this is supposed and to be like an hour. See? <laughs> But it's this is like tantric sex, you know, you don't know how long it has been. And then and you sometimes you, you, you wake up and it's like, what has been four hours? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, so yeah, we've come to we've come to that whole um 10 questions thing because at the end of the show we always ask our um uh, we always ask our guests 10 questions, sometimes more. Mm -hmm. And um, it will go back to your sexual experiences. Okay. And um, maybe first question would be, um, in all your sexual experiences, uh, do you spit or swallow? Oh, swallow. <laughs> swallow. Right? Yeah. Always. Give me Always those babies, swallow. man. Like, you know, it's, it's pure DNA. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm not gonna spit that. God, spitting is for weak. Exactly. Spitters are quitters. And where is the craziest place that you've been? Um, that you've had sex with? That you've had sex with? At? Uh, behind a dumpster. Don't don't ask. <laughs> Holy mother! It was after it was at a nightclub and like. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know was what it, it is. Was this here in Australia? <laughs> no, Australia. This is when I was like twenty-one with my ex. So, yeah, it's just one of those drunken really? nights at a dumpster. <laughs> so, what was the third? Would be what's the craziest um, uh, sexual experience that you had? Oh, dude. When I was going through my phase of partying a lot, I took M with my ex and like with my local mm -hmm. Filipino guy and I started seeing crazy ass shit. Like, and I saw this 
and I had to get a tattoo of it, like in a like music video. Like I was just seeing crazy stuff, and yeah, it was just like out of body, like really, like it was an out of body experience. That's how good it was. Yeah. Yeah, but see, I think you can reach those heights and levels now with tantric sex. I don't think you have to take drugs. Oh yeah, you can. The younger oh, trust me, um, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not. <laughs> <laughs> not to trust him <laughs> you, can, you can reach I'm a virgin with, again guys god trust me you can reach that without and going natural it can be done oh, by god. being sober of course um next question would be uh damn i lost myself next question will be craziest sexual experience and then um when was the first time you've had it? Oh. You've had sex? Yeah, pretty much when I got pregnant. I was like 15 when I had sex and a couple of months later I got pregnant. And it was not that great. Oh, you were pregnant. Mm. Oh my good lord. Yeah. And then... Do you have the questions there? The sessions. I know, right? I got like, I got lost. <laughs> Here, I, you, want me to, you want me to send it to you? <laughs> Here, I'll send it to you, Doc. Because I know. And they're gonna they're gonna edit it anyway. So there, what the there. hell? Like I'm Go. gonna ask. Go. Okay. Um, top or bottom? Oh, top. Fuck yeah. No, 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 no. I do top. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I'm a control freak. You like it on top? I'm OCD. I'm I'm OCD. No, no, no. no. Oh, you know what? Trust you being a control freak has something to do with that molestation i will yeah, tell you that does. go to your go to your therapist and talk about it no because yeah, i need to call the shots i would even say if i was like you know in snm i would completely be a dom like yeah. no way I would oh be. My no i have to be on top hell no no, <laughs> no. I'm very favorite position what's your favorite position doggy <laughs> Ah, now there you go. Now you're talking. <laughs> doggy, why doggy? It just hits the G spots. It just hits the spot every time. Great. <sighs> toys or no toys? Toys. Actually, okay, I'll give you a fun fact. I used to have like nine dildos and each had a different color and a different name. <laughs> I have a lot of vibrators. Like for penetration, I would I would use vibrators. Um, I had the rabbit. You, have you heard of the rabbit? It's like the Maserati of dildos. It's like oh yeah, the rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're go we're not gonna talk about Maseratis right now. But yeah, the rabbit <laughs> is good. And uh, the one massage, the Tony's just laughing. Yeah. yeah you know what? Um, I was Rose quartz dildos, like, have you seen this? Oh, yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw oh, yeah, I have one. Yeah. I have one. Crazy, right? <laughs> when was your most intense orgasm? Oh, definitely with my Egyptian guy. And I orgasmed to the point where the whole bed was so wet. Like, it, he had to flip the mattress. And we would, like, having sex the whole night. And I didn't know. And then I was like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? I thought I pissed the bed, but it was actually like... Yeah. Because I I never had an orgasm to the point where it... Squirted. Yeah, I never squir I never knew what squirting was. I didn't even know that was possible. Like I didn't. It's know possible. 
And I thought oh, I was oh, everywhere and I was awesome. so embarrassed. He's like, no, babe, you just squirted. I was like, oh my God, I'm so that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> Keep on I know, squirting. I know that now, but like, at the time, <laughs> oh my God, I'm pissed off the bed. 28 years later, hello, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> like honor off. Do you like it? Like an honor off? Or, or, or uh, dim? Lights. Dim. Off, off. Because I like to feel. I'm like a feeling person. I don't like to see. Oh, yeah. I like both. I, I like off, but dim, if, and if anything, just so that I can see, uh, I can observe the face and the body. And Me too. Yeah, yeah. I don't My really bedroom know. has orange lights, like dim lights. Yeah. Um, dirty talk. Did I dirty talk? I got red lights. <laughs> <laughs> I can set the mood. Take a screenshot. I can take a screenshot. Take a screenshot. <laughs> dirty talk. Do you like dirty talk? Yes, I do. I'm a big dirty talker. Actually, I Auditory. like it for the sex itself. Like I'm I actually love dirty talking. I'm like, yeah. And what do you, what do, what's your favorite line? Fuck, I can't even tell you on the spot, man. Like you've just put me on the spot. I don't know. Like top of mind. Like fuck hmm? harder. Say you're having sex with Tony. What would you say? No, but I like dirty talk like before like not during sex like you know like tech sexing i thought that's oh, oh sexting. sexting oh yeah sexting is good because it builds up that energy yeah oh, i actually yeah. get more horny from sex texting than that, that's is it weird is that weird no no not at all that's actually foreplay that's, that's good foreplay. I text all the time. I get so fucking horny. I'm like, God damn it. Why am I okay, I just texted you now. I just texted you. <laughs> I texted you a whole paragraph. Fucking, oh I, my I, God. This show, this show is just making me into an expert wing woman. Um, oral <laughs> sex. Do, do you, do you give it or do you like giving it or do you like receiving it? I'm a receiver. No, like, I'm not going to lie. I like. So it. you like men going down on you? Hell yeah. <laughs> I like a power thing as well, like what you were saying. Like, fuck, I'm like a sicko. <laughs> you no, know, I've had no, that's my not. most intense orgasms during oral sex. And most women mean science. I'm, I'm, if I'm going to talk about science, most women yeah. have their most intense orgasms during oral sex. Yeah. And, you know, like, but I just feel like it's an art because I feel like a lot of guys don't know what the F they're doing. Do you know, like so many guys, they're just like slobber all over everywhere. I'm like, mate, just stop. Please stop. Oh, just yeah. Breathe. I was like, just breathe. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish there was like a, you know, a website that had guys' names and girls would like, like, them. five stars. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a testimonial, like a trip advisor. <laughs> Okay, eating pussy. <laughs> we should. We He's should actually big, make that website. I mean, we should kid. actually make that app. He's got like he a Tinder app. He's seven but inches, it's more. six inches, five inches, three inches. Uh, minute. Uh, he's a minute man. Uh, but he's got a strong tongue. That should be an extension of like Tinder or gr like what's that other thing like the Bumble? grinder, grinder, Bumble, Bumble, Bumble. The freaking people in LA use like uh, 
Is it like Tinder? No, anyways. Bumble, yeah, Tinder, right? Whatever. They should have a rating app with it because it's kind of like, if you like them, like how are you going to know if they're actually good in bed? Don't, we should make that. I mean, we're going to make money out of that. Do you know that the sex industry is a $32 billion industry? And do you know what, guys? Like, honestly, like, we have to do it because... Yeah, you should come here. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) But a lot of people would would find that difficult because of, uh, you know, it'd it'd be intruding into your personal space. But I think it can happen if... Uh, if people were were legit, because once you get no. once once there's a breakup or once things go sour, you're not legit mm-hmm. with your testimonials anymore. You know what I mean? It's it your emotions take over, so there'd be a lot of hate. So he's got a small. Oh, I can always be anonymous. No, but then, but then people would hate on people that, that let's That's say they were good at bed, but they don't want their ex doesn't want them sleeping around with anyone else. So they'll put a oh, sweetheart. You know, you know what? In this show, um, Casey, in this show, we've interviewed a lot of women. And what's making me wonder is that I've never slept with Tony. And I will never sleep with Tony, <laughs> even though we shared the same bed one time. And what's making me wonder is that all women, when I ask them to rate him from 0 to 10, 10 being the highest, they would rate him like at 11 or 12. Yeah, what the fuck? You've got oh, like that have slept with him? Yeah. Oh shit. Always shit, right? <laughs> so well, I mean, I mean, this just, app. I mean, if you're legit, if you're if you're legit, let's say if you're legit like Tony, Tony, fine, I will give you that as your as my friend. They will. They wouldn't lie. I mean, these women, I mean, you didn't have relationships with them. Well, you obviously women. have some cool, good, like, respect for women for them to actually rate you that much, even after a sexual encounter. Well, so, I think uh, they know what, uh, I think they know, these women is like maybe 15, maybe 18 years ago. Uh, some are maybe 10 years ago. Um, I think they, they understand that what it was for that moment uh, even if they wanted more, they understood that it was just for that because I was straight up very clear, very open about it, that it wasn't going to lead to anything more. Um, and I think if if guys just came out with the truth without having to sweet talk and, and, yeah. and pretend to sleep with someone for the sake of just sleeping with them and, you know, uh, what do you call that? Uh, the term is... Um, uh, Breadcrumbing. 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 Yeah, breadcrumbs. Yes. No, there's another one. Uh, gassing. Is it gas- gaslighting? Gas- gaslighting. Yeah. Gaslighting. Yeah. Gaslighting. But a lot of guys yeah. feel that. I think in Asia. I think in Asia and all over the world. Asian guys, my ex used to do that to yeah. me, bro. I think in Asia it's more predominant where guys will say the right things just to get what they want. Yeah. And and, and I've said yeah. I've said yeah. those I've said some things don't not. No, you know, I mean, not to take anything away from 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 me being Asian, but I know we're not to overstep. Um, uh, and if I ever have, I've definitely liked some women more, but I've always been careful with having relationships, an actual commitment, which I I was never ready for. Uh, it's mm-hmm. unfortunate 
that maybe my actions, because I'm very respectful and caring, you know, I, just because I'm, I'm sleeping with you doesn't mean I have to treat you like crap. Or if I have, it's not that I wanted to treat you like crap. It's just yeah. I knew that you weren't ready for just the physical. You wanted something yeah. more. So that's when I kind of like yeah. back away. Uh, I can feel that. I can feel that energy where uh, when some, some people want a little more than just the fun. Uh, yeah. And I can't take that away from them because emotions, it's to each his own. You know I mean? You can't control that. Um, yeah. You know what I'm actually thinking though? Like, I'm like on the same wavelength as you because I'm <gasps> being um, separated from my ex for like 12 years. I refuse to eat, like, I don't like breadcrumbing guys and stuff. And I can make it completely clear that, no, like, I don't want to be in a relationship. But you know what? These guys just say the most ridiculous things. I want to wife you. I want you to have my baby. And I'm like, you don't have to say that to get me in bed. Do you get what I mean? Like, I've been there, done that. You don't have to say that, baby. You don't. I have two babies already. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, you, you don't need to. Yeah. So, like, having said that, knowing that you are in the same wavelength as Tony, Tony, do you think you would <laughs> sleep with Tony, Tony? Or have you ever had, like, have you, you ever had what? a history with him? Uh, to be honest, when we met, it was on the back end of Philippines. Remember, like when I just was about to leave to go back, like literally I left to go back to Australia, I think like the next week. Yeah, and, it was like um, one week later. I, I did like feel out, like, you know how we connected? Because I found out he was so into crystals and I'm a crystal freak. Like I sell crystals on my website and stuff. Like I'm like a, mm -hmm. you know, and I was like, man, this guy's different. And I was like, he's just like, I think it's, it's the energy you give off. Like you're very, your, your energy is very different to normal guys. Because I would say yeah. that you're evolved. You're evolved. You're like a So like being a tantric um, <laughs> practitioner and being a psychic and an empath, do you think you would give Tony a chance to break that three years? <laughs> <of the day? laughs> yeah, let's, let's start with texting first, okay, doc? <laughs> Gosh, just okay, okay, okay. Do you think um, uh, sex, you would give Tony a chance for sexting and that virtual <laughs> thing because we were in this pandemic and shit? <laughs> well, you know what? I can't deny that Tony has a very strong energy and I would say you have a very awakened energy. Like, I think that I really vibe with it. And, you know, like, I remember when we first started talking, I was like, man, like, you're into all this Himalayan stuff and just weird stuff that I was into. And, like, no one was into it. And especially in Philippines, people think you're weird if you're into that stuff. And I was like, where does this guy come from? Have you ever been to his um, uh, uh, home, apartment? Um, no, we've only Zoomed, like we FaceTimed and yeah. I've seen like your crystal collection. That's about well, it. Well, I guess you, you should um, uh, have that experience to go to his home and see <laughs> all his crystals <laughs> everywhere. I mean, I've been there, but I just sat there and ate all the expired chocolate and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> And alcohol, I mean, that's what our energy is for. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're saying that, then maybe you should. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, right? but let's let's remember, guys, we're in the middle of a strict 
lockdown here in Melbourne. Exactly. And That's why I'm asking, like, if it's just for... Teleport there. You know, I can try. <laughs> oh, she can try. <laughs> I can try. But, like, if it's for sexting, then maybe, I mean... Let's start yeah. with sexting. Let's, let's say the yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> There you go. Or you there can give me your, your passport and uh, your details, and then I'll send you the ticket. There you go. Oh. Oh, he does that. Oh, really? When he says that, he will do that. That's, a, that's such an... Uh, you're from Toronto, aren't you, Tony? Yeah. Born and, born and raised. That's such a Drake thing to do, man. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> but, but when, you know, to, one of the things that made me stick with Tony because he's a man of his word. So mm. when he says something, he will do it. And I will stand by it, right? Mm. So maybe you can you can start to that. Like a wing woman. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. I, I've never heard right. so many nice things about me in, 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 right. in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And cut, no, I'm doing this because I really want you to be here because I need an ally to yes. uh, to the guy to, to be an advocate and to oh teach men given that we have the same story not right? even men. just teach bloody women in philippines like stop being yeah, an but like and just embrace your sexuality women women is one thing but women are like that here because of the men yeah, and it's, you know what, that's honestly, that's why I couldn't survive in Philippines. I stayed there for a year. I'm like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm just really um, lucky that I found, that I found someone who can manage me and who can manage my sexual energy. But going back to the questions, right? Um, last three questions. <laughs> Look at Tony. Tony. He's just like, <laughs> Yeah, back to the uh, last three questions. Last three I don't know if Pez can handle you, honestly. Honestly. Oh hell no, you don't know. Oh you knew what he did, right? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think he can handle you. I think he's out of hand, but that's okay. No, he can. He can. I mean it's a different time for us. Uh last three questions. Going back. Um fantasies. Uh oh, give me two fantasies. Fantasies oh, that are feasible, your your fantasy that is feasible, and your fantasy that you know that can't happen. Or or you've done it, or you've done yeah. that fantasy. Okay, might as well say. Okay, I'm literally like half a lesbian, and all of my girlfriends know this. If you see the kind of girls I hang out with, like they're all like hotter than me. So I'm like half a lesbian. Yeah. Lesbian. Mm -hmm. So I've always had like this fantasy of having like a threesome with one of my girlfriends because I just appreciate the female body more. I just do. I don't, I think the female body is like hotter than dick. Like I just do. I yeah. No, I mean, I I'm a five in the Kinsey scale, but I know I need my dick. Right? I know yeah. I need something like inside you, my pussy. I, I really, yeah, but I don't really think you need dick. Like I don't need dick. Like I've got, like I've got my, I've, can have an orgasm by myself and yeah me too you know, me too i've got babies so i'm not i'm not completely like discounting like having sex with men tony it's not that it's just like <laughs> that's fine that's I just, fine yeah i just feel yeah. like yeah exploring the lesbian scene is always something like uh, i've been very intrigued with oh uh, yeah you should come here 
and we should explore that together. Now I'm wing womaning for myself. Um, <laughs> you gotta get her here, and I think we're both gonna enjoy this shit. <laughs> the build up is better than the actual time. So you, you know, the build up to make yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm not really like. That's why I just I'm all talk no action, guys. Like I talk about it, but I just I've, as you guys know, I'm still celibate. So. That's fine. That's fine. Just, just. That's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. I mean, that that's totally cool. And if we can break your celibacy, then that's cool as well, right? <laughs> Doc's really fighting for herself. You know, she's she's asking for herself. Yeah, yeah. She's cheering for herself. I'm cheering for you. And I think that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Doc, you can do I'm, I'm going to look at my OBV, CBB now. <laughs> yeah, the CBB. Go ahead, Doc. But thank you. Thank you so much, um, Casey, for guesting with us. Uh, uh, you've already um, uh, told everyone your social media account. Do you have oh, yeah, one more time. to promote? Yeah. yeah. One more yes. time. Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. So Casey, with a K, K A S E Y dot. Phoenix is my Instagram handle. I'm like always on there. So you can find me there. You can find me um, on Pinterest, um, same handle, Facebook. And my website is, yeah, com. And also on my SoundCloud. So I've just recently started uploading some feeds there. What's your SoundCloud? Casey Phoenix as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your OnlyFans? I actually don't have one, guys. Do you think I should make one? Do you think I would make I one? I think you uh, should. I mean, I'll yeah, be, a, I'll be you your should. first member. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah you know what? I got a lot of content for that one. Great <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> content. <laughs> you, know what? you guys get woke. Like you're helping everyone. Like you said, it's maybe it's my purpose. Yeah, it I'm, is. I believe so too. I mean, if if your pussy can make people millions, then go ahead. Let's let's do it without let's, without actually making people get into your pussy. Let's dig for <laughs> gold, as they say. Let's dig for gold, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Doc. So there you go. I mean, thank you, thank you for guesting with us, Casey, and thank you for being such a support. And um, thank you for telling us about tantric sex. And uh, for everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Sexy Minds Podcast. It's powered by Podcast Network Asia. And make sure to hit and follow and subscribe on all pl- podcast platforms, so you'll get notified whenever we have a new episode. Uh, follow us on social media as well. Mine is at DJTONYTONI. And, and mine is at under re- underscore Rico Cruz. Tony, um, can you say the social media of the show? All right. And uh, don't forget, if you guys want to uh, actually put up a podcast, you can check out podcast, uh, what is it? Um, podcastmetrics.co. Uh, just key in the sexy minds. That's all capitals. Uh, the sexy, uh, sexy minds podcast. That's it. Sexy minds podcast in all capitals. And, uh, you sign up there and it, we get a, we get a referral fee. Uh, and it's a great way to, to monetize and to see the analytics of your podcast. Uh, for those that want to email us, it's the sexy minds at gmail.com. That's the sexy minds with an S at Gmail. 
Uh, we're on Twitter, The Sexy Minds. We're on Facebook as well, The Sexy Minds Asia. And we're also on Instagram, The Sexy Minds. All right. So that's it. And yeah, again, you can always email at, at thesexyminds um, at gmail.com if you have any problems, if you want to guest, or if you just want to share your story like what Casey just did. So thank you so much, Casey. I'm looking forward to having you here in the Philippines to help us um, move sexuality forward, right? Yes. Yeah. And Tony, Tony will make that happen for you. So thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Sexy Minds Podcast. Make sure to follow the hosts at DJ Tony Tony and at underscore Rika Cruz to get more of their sexy minds powered by Podcast Network Asia.